Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. Welcome to the Next Reel Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. I'm Mandy Kaplan. Today, I am joined the long-awaited reunion of Mandy and Ocean Murph. How you doing, Ocean? 
Hey, Mandy, it has been long awaited and I am excited about it. I feel a shift in the universe when we record together. (laughs) Yes, you you and me both. Yes, because we have so much in common. We do. We do. I, I, I cannot wait to talk about all the movies that we share in common, everything that we've both seen, and how much we both love them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Steve Sarmento knows we're full of it. How are you, Steve? I'm doing good. How's my favorite sandwich, Witch? Oh, there it is. A couple weeks ago. I'm still... Yeah. Um, did you guys listen to Tommy's game where he did the reverse of movie titles, and it was like yes. Small City yes. for Young Girls. I just thought that was so funny. Oh, his opposite. Or some, opposite. some city for it. small girls yes. or something. Yes. Oh, yes. God. So, yes. He set a high bar for games with that one. Yeah, so, I'm, I've yeah. already forgotten all my sandwiches. But if anything has a food theme, I'm going to do very well. That's just okay. what I'm about. So what have you guys been up to and watching and into? Lately, the I think the main thing that... I've started watching is I'm I'm a big fan of the Succession TV show. And so the season three has now opened up and uh, it's opened up. Yes, it is opened in theaters. Uh, season three <laughs> has started. And so I uh, for me, that is appointment watching uh, appointment television. So I've, I've really been enjoying that and kind of seeing which direction they're going. It's, it's in, it, it is an interesting third season in so far as it's starting off a little bit slower than the other seasons do. It seems to be they're doing a little bit of setup early on. Um, but I don't know if that, are, are either of you familiar with Succession? Have you watched Succession? Uh, well, let me phrase that. Steve, have you watched Succession? And are you familiar with it at all? I, I, I already I'm, know Mandy's answer. I'm familiar with it. I've watched, I don't know if I made it through all of the first season. Or we were getting close to the end of the first season. And then I had issues with my HBO Max and all of that. So now that I've got my HBO Max back it's one that i want to get back into because i really enjoyed what i saw of maybe the first half or three quarters of the first season it's it's a really great show i was really enjoying it and i did watch it ocean what i know but i did not like it are you current it made me feel icky i i just couldn't like they're all so dark and awful and i i couldn't hang with it um but i watched the whole first season that's part of the joy is that they they are horrible people it is it is it is a part of the great part of the show to me is how um each character gives you a a a glimmer of something that you can hang on to and think hey this is the good person in this show and then give it an episode no they're horrible yeah everybody on the show is a bunch of horrible people and you really just you don't root for any of them as much as you're like which one am i rooting against the least and that's really kind of where it is but it's like thanksgiving for my family i can't be surrounded yeah, by that kind of just okay. evil yeah. energy. Wow. That's what the, well, if, if this is like Thanksgiving in your family, you should film Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think there's a show there for you. Uh, but yeah, so I've been, I've been really watching and, and enjoy, enjoying that and what the, seeing the directions they're going with there with that show. And I just discovered Foundation, which is an Apple TV Plus show. I've um, been watching more, TVs, uh, t- more TV shows than movies lately, which is... Uh, is that the Kevin Durant one? Um, Kevin Durant is the basketball player to me, so no. There, I know there's a new show on Apple about Kevin Durant. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. It's a, it's a, um, it is a, a super dense sci-fi show, oh. uh, where basically it's dealing with the, the universe is the, effectively the, 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 the elevator pitch of this universe and, and sit down, Mandy, you're going to love this and want to stop recording and watch it right <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> I'll just watch and, it on and, my and, phone and, while you guys talk. Uh, you know what? You're, you're going to want to, cause this is going to really, this is going to be, this is right up your alley. It is an empire yeah. that has been ruling the universe for about 3000 years or so. Sure. And a person comes along and predicts that the fall of the empire will occur in the next, I think it's 5,000 years or 500 years, something like that. And so then he becomes a heretic and those people are then pushed out because he's like, well, we can have a dark period of 30,000 years or only 1,000 years if we build a foundation where we keep all of humanity's knowledge, or at least as much as we can, preserved through that dark time. And so there is, that's your jumping off point, which I know, I know right now you're already into it, but that's your jumping off point. Is that heretic named Charles all, Manson? It, it is that is that is not his name, um, but at the same uh, that's not his name. But uh, he uh, at the same time it's all political intrigue and you know some space stuff here and there, but it's all political intrigue and then like you know uh, philosophical conversations about what you should keep and not keep for uh, for knowledge for the human human race to survive and move on. So I really liked it, and after I watched the first episode, I was talking to my wife about it, and I told her that this this is not your show. Yeah, <laughs> and so she was, <laughs> I was like. This is a show that I'm going to watch after you've gone to bed because you don't want to see this. I'll tell my but, husband. But I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, Steve, are you familiar with it all with Foundation? Uh, my wife and I watched the first episode, so I have not read the books. So I, I don't know how faithful it is, but I, I with, with anything, it's a... Um, translation to you know another language so there's things that are going to be there there's things that aren't going to be there but uh after one episode i thought yes i really want to get into this but it is a very dense show uh so i was like this is one that i need time to to spend with and work has been very busy so i haven't been able to set my mind to it but it's one that i'm looking uh to get into as well as the um the ridley scott series that's on HBO Max, the sci-fi one, Raised by Wolves. I watched the first episode of that. And the same thing. Oh my gosh, there's so much packed in here. Wow, this looks amazing. It's asking a lot of big questions. So I've got I've got both of those sort of in my queue of when I have time, perhaps over the holidays, to just really delve into something deep. But yeah, I'm I'm excited uh by foundation. Loved what I saw in the first episode. Well on the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> and funny i should use the word spectrum i am in love with love on the spectrum have you guys seen this series on netflix i i have not no there's it seems like every day there's some new series on netflix that i well this is actually the hearing. second season oh, okay. i just watched the first season was like uh at the beginning of the pandemic and this show is the most positive um light filled show it's a reality dating show about people who are on the autism spectrum and the the producers follow them as they try to learn the skills to communicate with each other and go on dates and can they find love or not find love and when i tell you as a viewer you fall in love with every person on the show their families the actual people it's it's just 
life affirming. It makes it just gives you such joy. I cannot recommend it enough to anyone who is interested. I will be sure to let my wife know. She <laughs> would love that show. And she loves all dating shows. Love is Blind, Love Islands, all the Oh, no, she'll love it. All, all, all of them. I mean, I, I caught her watching Love is Blind Brazil. So the, the, <laughs> imagine the show Love is Blind, but in Portuguese. I don't know what and, Love and is Blind like, is. Yeah, you know, Love is Love is Blind is it's a show where they take I don't know like ten singles of each gen of each sex and so they're men and women and they're they're separated they cannot see each other they can meet each other in rooms and talk to each other without actually seeing each mm-hmm. other and then based on that they have to decide if they're going to nest and fall in love and then get engaged before seeing each other and then they then come out and then the rest of the show is after they've seen each other do they then stick with it and go the whole way through? It feels like we're in a new phase of reality television where it's now about doing something constructive or positive or or life-affirming because there was one that I stumbled across on Hulu. So I I think it may be on ABC. It's one of these family swap shows. Yeah. Uh, They switch homes and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, how trashy is this? And I I watched the first one thought, this is so enlightening. This is about people connecting with people that are not like them, seeing what it's like to live their life and and reflect on their own experiences and their assumptions about others. And I thought, this is what we need. We need this, you know, not putting up the the trash to make us feel better, but put up the the models of of what our lives should be like. So love on the spectrum. If it's very, you know, positive and affirming, uh, yeah, it sounds like something I might be in for because Ted Lasso just put me in such a mood where I'm like, I want something that's optimistic that shows the good in people. So it sounds like something I might need. I, I, challenge anyone to be not charmed by this show. It's so charming. Oh, yes. Okay. Yours too, right, Ocean? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it is. I I love all dating shows, all of them. <laughs> so. And they're all hurtling through space and it's the end of days and they all have superpowers. Did I mention that? Um, I know you did not, but even even then, so if they have superpowers and it's the end of days, then I expect at least half of them to die somewhat tragically. Yeah. Oh, they do. And, and then, okay, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then maybe, yeah. So <laughs> that laser is coming out of somebody's eyes. That's that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> when we really get into our disagreements, there'd be lasers coming out of my eyes. So it was a crappy week for like Hollywood headlines. I didn't see anything that I thought, ooh, we could really get into it. But Ocean has some exciting news that he would like to share. Uh, well, the, it, it's it's only moderately exciting in it, uh, honestly, in a, uh, what am I thinking of? In a cynical, in a, almost a cynical oh. way. It's So they've, they've announced that they, they finally have announced that they're going to do a the part two of Dune. And it, it's it's one of those things of where it was a foregone conclusion, of course, they were going to, and that it just seemed kind of silly that they put all this money and effort into Dune part one without having already committed to part two, given that the opening line of Dune says Dune part one, which I know that might have been, that might have affected your viewing experience when you saw it, Mandy, opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the part one, you know, thing, and I know you're wondering, wh- how come I'm not getting the whole Dune? And I, I too, I was with you. I, I too was wondering why not the whole just Dune? Just can't get enough, but they Just give you part one. So it's just a little teaser for the, for the rest of it coming out. And so it's one of those things of where I found it interesting that they delayed it, but also I am 
sort of looking forward to it because I and then I'm avoiding everything else about Dune because I am I think the only person I know not named Mandy that has not seen Dune although have you seen Dune I'm just assuming have you seen the old Dune yes no (laughs) okay good so then yeah so then my assumption is accurate so then you and I are the last two people on this planet who have not seen this and so I like the idea of being able to wait. So I'm going to avoid everything I can about it so that when it comes out, I can come come to it the same way I did with part one, where I didn't know anything. I didn't know who anyone was, what the story was, what anything was about. And so I'm just going to have a two-year challenge to avoid all news about <laughs> Dune part two. I'm so good at that challenge. <laughs> so, well, I'm, I may be, I may be uh, calling you up for some tips about how, how can I avoid Dune news. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, on... Uh, Mand Cave, I came out and admitted to the world this week that I, in fact, watch the Housewives reunions, like these trashy, trashy Housewives on Bravo, the reunions. Which, which you watch a reunion show? Do you watch the season? No, I, I love the reunions because it's just overly made up women yelling at each other for an hour and I love it. Which one do you prefer? I love Beverly Hills. I like New York. I, I like them. I like them all as long as it's just a reunion, because then they they show you the whole series at the reunion. Here, here is our almost bonding moment, Mandy. One of my favorite shows in the universe is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <gasps> Wait a minute, Ocean, but do you tell people this? Because you don't seem well, ashamed. Just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just did. My question was going to be like, House- what show do you I, lie about at I a dinner party? To- I, I said, well, no, I know, I know, I'll own it. No, no, Erica Jane, Erica Jane is my favorite. I love her. So I exactly, oh. I, I love her. And so, um, I, but I watched the show. Like we actually, so it is one, so, uh, the, speaking of the shows that, I, that my wife and I watched together, we watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We've seen every season except for the current one. And the only reason we haven't seen the current one is because we haven't got away yet to watch it without commercials because it's not good enough to sit through commercials. It's just not. So we're going to wait. And then when the new, but we started season one, and I think I started around the pandemic time, and we just started hammering them out. All right. And ask then, Pete because he, he found Real sorry? Housewives without commercials, I think. Well, yeah, the, any of the older seasons, like on Hulu, oh, if you go okay. back to the past seasons, there's no commercials. Yeah. But, but the, the current, current season, season always yeah. has commercials, and I'm, I'm there's too many commercials. I'm not dealing with it. And then so, so do you not have a DVR that lets do you so you can just blast through the commercials or you know our our DVR we, the times that we've DVR'd it. I, now I, I'm going to assume this is operator error, but we weren't we were still not able to blast through the commercials even on DVR because you probably so did the like, on demand, not like the on regular TV. Right. Like, like yeah. I said, I'm willing to own that this is operator error here, okay. but I just I just couldn't do it with that. So we so when we when we caught up with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and we needed some of that ho- Real Housewives you know Real Housewives horse in the veins, right? Mm-hmm. We went straight to New York. Okay. And so now I'm like eight seasons in on in the Real Housewives of New York, but we always skip the reunion shows because reunion shows are like well they're just kind of catty yelling at each yes! other and it's like I've already seen all this and yeah. watching so Andy like, like wanna he wants to stand up and you know wring some necks but he can't do it I love the reunion shows now Steve I already know one of your guilty pleasure shows is Below Deck Below Deck Mediterranean okay so you can't answer different. with that is there a different show that at a dinner party, if someone brought it up, you would be like, oh, I don't watch that. I don't know what you're talking about. Probably. But, well, okay, that's currently airing? 
No, but I do have some past. Well, okay. So I will sit through occasionally like Hell's Kitchen. My wife's a big fan of all the cooking shows. So uh -huh. there's some times where it's like Hell's Kitchen. I'm just like, but what's wrong with these people? Right. No. And, you know, right. but uh, I, I will admit to in the past of watching nearly all the seasons with my wife of America's Next Top Model, which was. <gasps> that was a good one. <laughs> Yes, I'm smizing. Yes, I, 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 I bailed after yes. season one on that one. Oh, Jeremy and I watched yeah. many seasons of that. Oh, yeah. So that's when we were watching The Circle season three, was it, that just finished? As we were, as they brought on one of the guests and Kimberly's like, wait, wait, she's familiar. Wait, Google, Google, Google. She was on America's Next Top Model. I thought she looked familiar. So, yes, but... Okay, yes, The Circle. I, I'm proud of watching The Circle. That one I enjoy. Um, too Hot to Handle. Yes, I do watch Too Hot to Handle. Oh, okay. I thought it's, you were like a better. classy guy, but now I'm getting to it. Yeah. No, I mean, I prefer I prefer the shows where I learn something. Like, I really love the, uh, what's the glass blowing one on Netflix? That, as far as reality, that one's really good to see creative types. Um you know, Top Chef. I like the learning through my reality TV, but I do have my guilty pleasures of trashy things of just looking at. And if if you have not watched Too Hot to Handle, um, yeah, this season they just couldn't keep it in their pants at all, and they were they were just oh losing money left and right, hand over fist. However, oh, you want to say it. that one. Just the yes. one where they get, if they get together, they have to just lose. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Now, now I remember which one because when we were saying yeah. that, I was like, "That sounds familiar." No, yeah, it's the one where yes, about. you have to exert yeah. self control, and these people have no idea how to do that. And it is so fun yeah. to watch them just blow through money, and they're just looking at each other. They're flat out lying to each other. It's great. It's great. Yes. I'll <laughs> stick with the housewives. That's about as trashy yeah. as I want to get. Okay. Oh, so I went through you, a bachelor you're... phase too. Oh, so okay. I did do that, you know, for a few seasons, but, um, but I, I never took it seriously. I watched it ironically. So it was cool. If you say it ironically, right? Yes, yep. exactly. On to classier fare. Let's okay. do trailers. Trailers. Now I was all excited because I got mine in first and then Steve swoops in with an A24. Oh, is oh, a twenty-four rule ocean? Yes, indeed. Yes, a twenty-four rule. So, all right. So, I am bringing something that's uh, really interesting and caught my eye from a twenty-four. And if Andy were here, he might have quibbles because he would say, "Well, technically, that's not a movie." And I will say, "Yes, I am aware of that and the way it was originally presented." But what a twenty-four is doing with it, I think, is very, very intriguing. This is a project called The Beach, which which is a documentary series-ish thing uh, from an Australian filmmaker. He retreats to a remote beach where he spends several months with no power and only the land to provide sustenance. Might be time you come out. Hey, 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 cut it out. We're all friends. And what I love about this trailer is that it sort of reflects or represents how this project is being presented through A24 in their screening room. Because if you noted, we got the trailer, it seemed like multiple times, but different iterations, it was slightly different. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on with this film and its presentation at the A24 
streaming screening room. You can only see it there uh, over Thanksgiving week. You have a seven day viewing window. It'll cost you $6 and the video will play on a continuous loop during the viewing window. So I don't know how I, I think there's six episodes. I don't know how long each one is, but basically you can just turn this on and watch and it will just keep going. And so you could leave, come back, whatever, as you just see Warwick Thornton just there on the beach with his chickens driving his truck around and living his life and exploring what it's like to be really disconnected from everything. And I love the 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 way that this is just presented. It, it reminds me of, I, I know, like just slow filmmaking. It's just quiet. It's deliberate in its pacing. There's no highly, you know, no high concept. It's not about, you know, high stakes plot. It's just something you can have on and just experience some calm in your life, which I think a lot of people need during the holidays. So I was I'm really intrigued by this. The fact that it's only available through the A24 screening room means you can watch it through either your computer on your browser, through Apple TV or through Roku. And it's only available for the short period of time of November 22nd through the 28th or whatever. That's it. That's your opportunity to see it for six bucks starting 10 a.m. on November 22nd. You can watch this on a continuous loop for those those seven days. I will not be watching it on anything for any reason. It's it to me, it's like a, a Xanax waiting to happen. Just watching somebody be so isolated and lonely and have nothing going on. It, there's no there's no appeal to me. It actually looks like a panic attack waiting to happen. So I shall pass. Okay. Well, um, I feel that the the universe is going to explode and we're all going to end that. Mandy and I somewhat agree. <laughs> on, um, <laughs> that, while I would phrase it differently in that, I would say it looks very well done. And I could see the design, everything of it, the design, the production and everything that's going into it. I found that for me, it was when I was watching the trailer, I kept expecting like, okay, something's going to happen. And then about halfway through, I realized, oh, nothing's going to happen. Nothing. And that it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a basically what it is this kind of thing where they're going with all the different sounds and your senses. And it seems like an interesting idea, but I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I won't. I won't go. This I won't pay my six dollars. Six dollars after days. after a nice Thanksgiving dinner. You need some time away from family and kids. You just put this on and just chill. Well, well, well right? just after Thanksgiving dinner, I have to go shopping because <laughs> so, you have to get the Christmas <laughs> gifts. Because that's when they. Because you know, now we are we are so we have, we have moved to such a consumer based uh, uh, society and economy that we now open up the the new deals on Thanksgiving night. So if you go Black Friday shopping anymore, you've already missed the deals. So then you need to go right after dinner. So I just look at them and say, look, let's get this going because about six thirty, I got to head out. America. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. This um, is your counter programming to consumerism. The beach, a twenty-four screening room, November twenty-second. God, do you work for them? A lot of plugs. <laughs> a lot of plugs. Well, uh, so then, do I get to go next? Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. Okay. So the stars are aligning. Ocean and I are agreeing. And after being a part of the next real family for a year and a half now, I have finally chosen a Sandra Bullock 
movie. Uh, do you hear the angels singing? Oh, angels next. Angels. <laughs> right? Uh, it is a drama. It's small. It's intense. It's called The Unforgivable. Does your release alter the terms of your no contact order? You don't have to give me a speech. I'm looking for Katie. She's my little sister. I raised her. Okay, next time, don't drag me through three bus transfers to tell me something you already know. John, there's a woman in the front yard. Can I help you with something? You're a lawyer. What would Catherine gain by meeting her now? I wonder all the time what she looks like, what she became. Your life starts here now, not 20 years ago. <clears throat> she did her time. She killed somebody in cold blood. <laughs> if that were any of your black sons who had been in the system, they would be dead. She walks around like it never happened. No, you tell me if that's fair. You gotta be a convict wherever I go? No, you're a cop killer everywhere you go. Okay, Ruth, 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 just stop saying you're not. I'm good! Don't treat me like I don't exist! Tell her about me! Don't even pretend this is about her! Yes, I was projecting her! You are not a victim! I don't quit. Not on Katie. Um, I, I mean, I actually am a huge Sandra Bullock fan. And as much as I love her romantic comedies, I do think she's a very talented actress. And I'm excited to see something where she's really digging in and deglamorized. She, you know, is a, a paroled prisoner trying to resume her life and no one wants her and um Vincent D'Onofrio's in it and I'm I've always really liked him ever since Mystic Pizza. So uh I I think it looks good and potentially Oscar Beatty. What do you guys think? Oscar Beatty. <laughs> um yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying with the Oscar Beatty. Um <laughs> because you're right, because they they took a beautiful actress and said, Hey, don't put on makeup. <laughs> and so therefore, uh, yes. you know, so therefore you could then yeah, get an Oscar. Um so I guess I look at it this way with this. I think that this movie looks very I think it looks great. It looks great. It looks well done. It looks like it'd be a very interesting and uh, awesome story. And I think it looks like it would be something that people would really enjoy. I just, I, I know for me, I will probably never see it, but it looks really, really good. And so, yeah, so I, I, I could definitely see the appeal and the interest, the interest in it. I got, I want more mystery in my trailers. So I, it, I, I love this trailer. I love the story. I didn't want to know so much. I didn't want to know. As soon as they said why she had been, you know, in prison, I'm like, no, no, no. I, I want to discover that in the movie. Just give me this woman that gets out dealing with something dark in her past, trying to find her sister. That was all I needed for this. And uh, now I'm I'm excited about this. It reminded me of um, film JJ and I talked about on Trailer Rewind with Nicole Kidman Destroyer, which is another one that had a lot of Oscar talk because of the, I guess, Deglamorized, you know, appearance of of one of of star Nicole Kidman, um, but de dealing in, in dark and gritty things. And so, yes, I'm I'm really intrigued with with this choice for Sandra Bullock. Yes, it is. It could be categorized as that Oscar bait, but I think it's looks like a really compelling story. Something that I'm totally up for. 
this. So it releases on Netflix and in limited theaters on December 10th, which is prime Oscar release time. And after you watch it, Steve, we will discuss. We will. We will talk about our love for Vincent D'Onofrio as well. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ocean. Oh, I'm up next. Okay. So my movie is spanning three decades of love, betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. We see what a name means, what it's worth, and how far a family will go for control. I submit to you the House of Gucci. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. Come meet the family. Hey, everybody. This is Patrizia. And this is my family. Get this team out! They had it all. Wealth, style, power. Who wouldn't care for that? My nephew. I've been the Gucci all my life. It is an empire. You can help the family. Gucci is not exciting, and everybody knows it. At least it's my name, sweetie. Our name, sweetie. Gucci needs no blood. Gucci is what I say it is. This is not a woman's game. Remember that. Okay, so um, first off, this movie is interesting to me in so many different levels. One, um, it is based, it is, in, well, it says it's inspired by a true story, which means about 40% of this probably happened for in real in real life, because usually based is 80, inspired is 40. Um, and so it, uh, it looks entertaining for that part of it, also that it they has such a long cast of, you know, stars that you would know. Uh, one is uh, Lady Gaga doing an accent that I don't know what it is, but I, I love it. Um, and then Adam Driver, Sama Hayek, Jared Leto, uh, Jeremy Irons, and Al Pacino. And it looks like Al Pacino is going to be doing some Al Pacinoing, so I'm excited about that as well. Um, but the the overall story, just the the you know the fact that it's a, it's set in the '80s, so it is one, it's one of those you have to have your mind ready that you're going to see you know old things where they're talking about you know cell phones like they're new. Um, but I'm interested in the in- intriguing story of what this is, and I'm staying, I'm keeping myself relatively. I guess I'm keeping myself relatively in the dark about some of it because I don't know what the story actually is. And the trailer gives me just enough to say that, okay, I'm interested in the story, but I don't really know um, what it is. So what did you guys think? I think Delta Burke has not aged a bit. <laughs> Are you saying like Lady Gaga looks like Delta Burke? So, Who, oh, that's, she looked I mean, that's she, what she looked like at the time. Right? Oh, no, so. he looks like Delta Burke on Designing Women. Yeah. If anybody yeah. Googles this this trailer, that is dead on, y'all. Um, yeah. To me, I love Delta Burke. Who doesn't? To me, it's it would be a good airplane movie. It doesn't have enough going on that I'm like, ooh, I have to see this. Uh, it reminds me of like American Hustle. So, you know, these stories that are like based on true set in a certain period, a bunch of characters all getting up in each other's business. They're entertaining, but that's not like, that's not what I'm passionate about. Jared Leto looks really interesting. They've disguised him in a fat suit and bald cap and uh, 
uh, he freaks me out, but I think that could be interesting. So he's probably the reason I would check it out. Yeah, I don't know. This is one where I, like Ocean, I don't know a whole lot about the story. I I recall, you know, have hazy memories of the, these events, but it's not something that I followed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's one of these why? Why do I need to see this? What's you know? It it, it it's it comes back to reality TV. Is this just? Like, let me just revel in these these horrible people that are, you know, are worse than me and and have money. So I've got, you know, it's sort of like the Wolf of Wall Street type syndrome of like, are we glamorizing these people and their lifestyle and all of this stuff? So, yes. but yes, we are. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Honest, exactly fully, happened. exactly. Yes. But it, yes. it, succession, I mean, even though that's not true. Succession, yes, succession, oh, succession as well. <laughs> but, gateway drug, but this movie, really good cast. And I, I think i'm very intrigued to see lady gaga if she's able to carry this film because of looking at you know a star is born playing something that's you know more you know in her wheelhouse of like what she is known for versus really carrying a having to embody a character that is based on a real person and can she pull that off can she carry carry that uh believably so i'm i'm intrigued and i do love ridley scott um so this is one that i'm probably not going to be out in theaters to see i'll wait till it shows up streaming someplace because yeah you know she's she's well, good in the trailer sure. i gotta the, give her yes, props she's, yeah. well she, sure. no, is she great this movie is also very oscar yes baby. yes and um it will be lady gaga i guess competing against sandra bullock for best actress mm -hmm. uh, oh. on the on the uh, on the awards night but uh it's a ridley scott directed film it oh it uh, the release date is on uh, december the 17th and um to uh, log roll for for my show as well. Um, it was also it will also be discussed in depth uh, opening weekend on the film board. Oh, excellent! That's Ocean trying to strong arm me into being on the film board to watch this and discuss it that opening I'm, weekend. That's what I, that I'm is. I'm not trying it? to strong arm. I, I think you should let your conscience be your guide. <laughs> okay. If you want to be okay, if you want to be entertained. And then and then come be able to discuss uh, philosophical issues along with uh, intrigue and watch some really great acting because with this many this many good actors, it's, it, I I think even if you don't like the story, the performances will be great. Oh, yeah. I love me some Adam Driver. Okay, that's guys, for sure. guys, take this anger offline. Okay, I really feel all the tension between you, <laughs> the strong arming and the avoidance. It's an emotional sap mat so far. Yes, 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 it is. We've we, we've had we've had uh, several months of counseling, but you know, it, it, sometimes there are cracks in the armor. <laughs> well put. In the spirit of my getting to pick a Sandra Bullock trailer, I also have created a Sandra Bullock game. Why are there any other kinds? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Here's how this is going to work. I, of course, have made it extremely complicated. So I am going to, I have a list of five clues for each movie. When I say one clue, if that triggers it and you're like, oh, I know what this movie is. You say your name, you say the movie, you get one point. If you get all the way up to five clues, you get five points. Lowest score wins the game. Oh, okay. Huh? Like golf. Which, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of golf. So um, 
Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. I'm going to, so, I'm just yes. going to give a random so, clue and you're going to go, I don't know what the heck this is, but by the third or fourth clue, you'll start to hopefully piece it together. Okay. And so is the first clue that this movie will have Sandra Bullock in it? They all do. Okay. So yes. we're playing right. the Sandra Bullock golf game. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the first movie that I will and, do. I guess I have one last question oh, yeah. before you start. Yes. So are we, should we just, how do we, do we just blurt out our answer? Say your name. Say your name Say your name. Yep. Say your name. Say your name. Yeah. Okay. So, got it. And I'll go nice and slow. So if anybody wants to give a name, you, you can. Um, the first movie I'm going to do features furniture. <laughs> it also features Chicago. Oh, Steve. Go, Steve. The lake house? I'm so sorry, Steve. No. No. Okay. And I'm going to add a point for every wrong guess I just decided. Okay. There we yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. no, that's, that, no, I like that. Okay. Yep. I got to I got to play hardball. Yes. Shouldn't he get 2 points for a wrong guess after the second score? No. Just, you know. So Steve just got wow. a point for a wrong guess. Okay. Okay. All do, right. Does he get to continue guessing or do yeah, I Yeah, cuz I, I can, can rack up as many if exactly. you keep it. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's okay, my awesome. Let him yes. shoot himself in the foot here. Yes. Right. The third clue is coma. Steve, oh, your name. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve was first. <laughs> While you were sleeping? Yes. Okay. So that is one, two, three. So wait a second. If Ocean just keeps his mouth shut the whole game, he'll have zero points oh, and win? Oh, that's true. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we'll figure something out. You we'll gotta figure at least something get out. one right answer. There we How about that? All right. We'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. We'll uh, determine. I'll, I'll just pick a winner at the end, yeah, whoever I'm feeling good. better about. Yeah. So the last two clues well, were 1995. Case, congratulations, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the last two clues well, were 1995 and Bill Pullman. So uh, by yes. that okay. point, it would have been pretty yeah. obvious, right? Yes. That's why I just said true lies. <laughs> so. Or oh wait, he wasn't false truth. So according that, to that, Tommy, that, that, that yes, you know what? That doesn't even make sense. He wasn't in True Lies. So. Who's he? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman wasn't in True Lies. No. Bill Paxton. Uh, get your bills right. Bill Pullman yeah. was in. Uh, he was the. Uh, I thought the we were past that. I think I felt like as a society we all figured the out the bills. Day, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bill Pullman was the president yeah. in yeah. Independence Day. Yes. Man, after seeing that movie, I was going to vote for him. I'm going to tell you right now, that movie was great. <laughs> he, his speech at the, at the thing today, the day we fight for our independence, I was ready to strap up. Ooh. I was like, yeah, let's fight these aliens that aren't here. All right. All right sorry. Are we ready for the next one that nobody cares yes. about? But yes. Steve is right about the scoring system. It's really terrible. Okay. We'll start with reconnection. Cartier, parole, spinoff, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I have no clue. That's not ringing any bells for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mindy Kaling, James Corden, Anne Hathaway. What's her face? Um, uh, oh, oh, what's her face now? Yeah. Oh, no, it. gosh, why can't I yeah. think of her name? 
Oh, apparently uh, in the Discord, Andy knows. He's screaming his name. He's typing it loudly in all caps. So apparently he knows. I have no idea. Ocean's 8? Oh, it's an, it's an it ocean. It is Ocean's name. 8. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, yes. Wait, wait, what were the first clues? So... Reconnection. Yeah. Cartier. Okay. Parole. Spinoff. The whole movie's a spinoff. It's a spinoff. Yeah. And Blanchett. Okay. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I. Kate Blanchett is in Ocean's Eight. Yes. Yeah. I okay, okay. So I guess Ocean gets uh, a point for getting that points. one right, and Steve gets a point for getting the other one right. But he gets a he gets two. Now we're gonna switch it. He gets two points because he got it in less clues. Are you competing with Tommy for the most convoluted scoring scheme ever? And then minus invented? one for your false guess. So you were tied at one. Here we go. I got it. Now. Okay. All right. What? And I spend my life competing with Tommy <laughs> for my family's affection, for Wait. attention. You didn't want to just add up the number of clues you gave and then say that I get that many points and then Steve has four? It's don't, ocean. Don't, don't challenge me. This ocean. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm in charge. I'm sorry. Was I? Was I? Okay. Okay. Got it. So we're tied at one. You're tied sure. at one. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Talk show breakup. Homecoming. Birdie. Forrest Whitaker. Harry Connick Jr. Oh, Steve. Yes. Is this Hope Floats? Yes. You're doing great, Steve. Okay. Step up, Ocean. We got two more. Are you ready? Oh, I'm. I'm she has 59 credits. I consider doing this 59 yeah. times. But <laughs> okay. Okay. Sweaty. Clan. Oh, Ocean. Yes. A time to kill. Yes. Ooh. See now. Because yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Steve has four. Ocean has. Four as well, I think. <laughs> I love the scoring. Uh, of course. No, you only did yes. it in two. So, yeah, you get three. Yeah. Yep. Tied at four. Here we go. Last right. one. Tied at four. Tiebreaker. New York. Answering machine. Mute. Based on a book. Tom Hanks. <laughs> I love their faces. I, anyone on the live stream is like enjoying you looking. You're looking to the heavens for Sandra answers. Right. We're in a movie together. Uh-huh. Based on a, so based based on on a book. Starring a little boy. So. Who's I did not see this one. Father uh, yeah. died in 9-11. Oh, this is that incredibly loud and extremely close or extremely. It's extremely cool, loud cool, and incredibly cool. close. And Steve. Okay wins okay dun, dun, dun. the sandra bullock game everybody yay, yay. People, oh boy people put in i don't know how thunderous applause I, there. I do have i do guess i i do have a small quibble with the uh, game maker in this that you did a sandra bullock game and at no point in time was miss congeniality mentioned because it's and, too easy uh, it's too easy I think she's I, going I just, for deep I cuts think that i it, went for deeper you know, cuts although while that, you were well, sleeping is a softball. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that was a softball yeah. up front. Yeah. 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 Um, I spared you practical magic, one of my all-time favorites. I would have got that. Come on, you, you know. Oh. I, I, I would not. That would have been easy. Yeah, I was waiting for. I, I was hoping it wasn't going to be the one with. Is it the one with Bradley Cooper 
where she's like oh, the, the crazy. Proposal. No, 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 no. That's no, Ryan, that's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that, what's the, she's got the big red boots and she's like the crazy oh. stalker. And I can't All remember. About Steve? Oh yes, that one. Because I was like, All about Steve. I had a feeling because that one I probably would have been like, I know that movie and I couldn't remember you the you title. Done that that way. One of your movies would have had each of our names. In it. <gasps> oh, oh, opportunity missed. Yes, but she's never made a Mandy movie. Yes, Sandy and Mandy. It's coming. It's coming. And it's going to be a sequel to The Heat, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> The Heat. Hilarious. Okay, I could go on all day about Sandra Bullock. I'm sure everyone could. But I've got to do some housekeeping. So let me tell everybody that if you're not a member yet, but you would like to become one, head over to thenextreel.com slash membership. The most it's going to cost you is five bucks a month. And members get access to live streams as we record, so you're all seeing this magic, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, access to the super secret member channels and Discord, member bonus episodes, and even stickers. Who doesn't love stickers? And if you're wondering what movies The Next Reel is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you'll find a list of all the movies in the 2021-2022 season. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL at checkout, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to Pro or Patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals. And now... Dear friends, it is time for the Rob Cabasco Memorial List Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, uh, spoiler, I might be pulling a Cabasco here. I'm not sure. So I have a theme, but we'll we'll get there. So um, they decided to give us angelic visitations in film. Pretty straightforward. And yes. I would like to specify to my mom, who's dumb and didn't get it, not ghosts, mom, not ghosts, wow. angels. My mom doesn't listen. That's okay. Um, <laughs> she just starts like rattling off all these movies. And I'm like, that's a ghost. That's a ghost. It has to be an angel. Right? Yes. Yes, that has to be an angel. Okay. Steve, yes. take us away. I'm going to take you away with a film that... I want to say is a guilty pleasure in our household. My wife and I love this movie. It's been a while since we've seen it uh, because it was originally released in 1997. It's a film that did not fare well, but we just really, really love this movie, which is the story about a desperate guy kidnapping the daughter of his former boss. Okay, great. It's going to be some quirky rom-com, right? But you throw in the mix two angels are sent to earth to check if love is actually possible in this case. And those two angels are played by Holly Hunter and Delroy Lindo in the Danny Boyle film, A Life Less Ordinary. Starring Cameron Diaz and Ian McGregor. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Yes. I do remember that movie. Nice. Yes. Good. Good. Well, the first in my series is um i know it's been brought up it was brought up last week i think so i'm cheating but it has to be greece the teen angel frankie is it valley or avalon in in the movie i don't remember but frankie okay. avalon i think sure frankie avalon. i've never seen greece 
Okay, stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> We're, I can't. That is not okay. That is not okay. Yes. Yes. Well, see, here's another thing you and my wife would have in common. It is her favorite movie of all time. And you haven't and I've never seen I've never seen it. You wow. hate your wife. You're I saving that. Clear. You're saving that one for the for the, well, the big one, right? Of all, like, all okay, good, I'll... you know what? Or all good marriages have a little bit of mystery, and this is a good mystery. <laughs> I don't know what this movie is that she really loves. See, mystery. I don't care for that. <laughs> all right, Ocean. What's your stupid movie choice? <laughs> oh wait, so who's the angel in that? I, yeah. Is it? Frankie? It's the teen angel. He comes down and sings "Beauty School okay. Dropout." Yeah. Oh, okay, so he's the angel. Okay, because yeah. I didn't know if you were actually playing up that whatever that bizarre interpretation of the fact that it's you. The one interpretation is that what they Sandy died or something like that. Oh no, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I'm okay. literal. I'm just okay. You're literal. He's okay. he, his character's name is the teen angel. That's true. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. And if you are pulling a Cabasco, I guess that means then um, you'll uh, be talking about Greece too. Uh, next up, we'll see. We will uh, see. So, all right, uh, my uh, movie, which I honestly had a moment there that I thought that you were Steve, you were going to steal my third, my the one I was going to close with. So now I'm changing it, my order and opening it up because the my movie also is a late '90s movie. And it also has what I think is the greatest angel duo ever put on screen. So, and this great angel duo is Loki and Bartleby. Okay. From uh, the, uh, Loki. Loki is a former angel of death whose greatest hits include the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Bartleby is his angel friend that is a, a, an observer of human existence and convinced him to convince Loki to stop being the angel of death, to which God uh, banished them from heaven and sent them to Wisconsin. There they lived out there many years until they were able to find a loophole to try to then get themselves back into heaven. And um, lots of twists and turns aside. That's right, with a buddy Christ. Lots of twists and turns aside. I am talking about dogma. Where and the Loki and Bartleby in this case are Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. That was a funny movie. The, yes, the movie is is hilarious on on so many different levels. Excellent. Been a long time. Been not a to long mention time. which. Not to mention which. It does answer the question. If you ever wanted to know what God looks like, apparently Alanis Morissette. Yes. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you, India. Okay, Steve. <laughs> okay. So that one was almost on my list because I was trying to go for a theme because I do have another Matt Damon film. So this one now, some people may argue, no, 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 that you, you're you're off base in this. But this is a film from 2011 about the affair between a politician and a contemporary dancer that is affected by mysterious forces keeping the lovers apart. And those mysterious forces wear funny little hats. Well, I like guess not funny little hats. They just have powerful magical hats. But if they didn't have those magical hats, perhaps they might have wings, because I do believe that one way of understanding the Adjustment Bureau is that those mysterious men in hats are angels keeping humanity in check. So that is my second selection, the Adjustment Bureau. Was that with Emily Blunt? Yes, it was. And Anthony Mackie. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, it was a yes, it's a, it's a it is a, it is a really good movie. Have you seen it, Mia? No. 
Okay. Yeah, no, it it is it is a good movie. Yeah. And it has the whole uh, you know, destiny versus I think it was a destiny not fate, like fate versus your choices. Right. You exactly. Know, and that, yeah. So they had a lot of questions about, you know, fate versus choices and how they were, you know, keeping them together even though they were I think falling in love in different ways, right? There was an, each time they would adjust it, then they would fall. They would bump like, into each other he again. He was determined because yeah. the, it was like yeah. he had this political career, but if he, uh, if they, if they stayed together, it was detrimental to his career. And so he was choosing love over his career. And the forces there were trying to say, no, no, it's it's better for humanity if you go on this this path towards being this successful politician. So it had things to do with yes, free will and choice and determinism and all that stuff. Yes. And uh, a fellow Bostonian, so I always enjoy that. Um, okay, so who is the star of Greece? Anybody who stars I, in the I movie Greece? Seen, what's this movie Greece you refer to? It is. Is it is it about making bacon? If so, oh, <laughs> it 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 stars one John Sir John Travolta. Right. Oh, who played an angel in a movie named Michael. Michael. Yes. And I don't remember. I know I saw the movie. I can like, I imagine I saw it in the theater, but uh, it was just a straightforward, like heartwarming, right? He helps a family out, something like that. And he had big angel wings on the cover. I can picture the VHS cover. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So two John Travolta's. Uh oh! I, <laughs> I wonder what's going. happening okay. here. <laughs> well, my movie choice is one about it's a it it seems like it starts out like a straightforward procedural, or you would think it would be of a, a, de, a, a de, detective uh, named John Hobbs, who is uh, basically starting. It starts with him seeing the execution of a, a person that he brought to justice. So it was a murder or serial killer that he brought to justice, and it begins with his execution. And the ex- and before that, before the murder, the scum, before this murderer that was executed gets killed, they let John Hobbs know that hey, this isn't over, and I'll be back. And it's like whatever, I'm going to go on to the next case. And it turns out that this uh, person, the uh, serial killer, who, whose name is not important, um, he has he is uh, possessed by an angel, a fallen angel named Azazel, who can who is cursed to roam the earth without a form and can pass from body to body through touch. And so our detective, uh, played by Denzel Washington, has to jump into jump into gear to kind of try to catch an angel who is going around killing people, but he can but to escape, all he has to do is touch another person and then he can escape and move on. So the movie is called Fallen. And it is an old, it's a 19, it is also a 1999 movie. Uh, sorry, Denzel Washington, John Goodman, Donald Sutherland, and James Gandolfini. And it is, uh, it, it is actually a lot more interesting than, even with the trailer when I saw it, it was more interesting than that. And in that, uh, you know, it has all their, your, you know, your, your, some of your cop tropes about, you know, that he's hunting a killer, that he knows that people know that they're dying, but then no one believes him because this, this angel can go from person to person. And then of course, in each possession, the actors, when they're possessed by the father, angel then talk to him you know and tell him because he's taunting him the whole time and then he moves on and so they finally figure out a way to uh to stop to he finally denzel washington john hobbs he finally figures out a way to actually stop and kill this angel and then he starts to execute that plan and if you haven't seen it i will not spoil for you the ending uh john hobbs is the most movie sounding name Detective John Hobbs, right? Detective John Hobbs, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the 90s, and, you know, we just, you yeah. know, we wanted to have... He know, and John McClane. Regular are, standing names, yeah. yes. 
Yeah. At a donut shop somewhere. All right. Steve, what's <laughs> your last seen it. one? It's on, that one's on my list, Ocean. That was one that I missed at the video store. It was either always checked out or I found something else. And it's one of those Denzel Washington films like from that era where I'm like, that's when I always heard good things about and I never got around to it. So I'm going to have to well, put that, that one on my like list. That's what the yeah. show is all about, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It, it sounds like something that you, know, you could talk about there. <laughs> Good. All right. So my final pick is my number one angel movie of all time, a film that I saw when I was in high school working at the video store. Um, actually went downtown Chicago to maybe it was the music box theater. I'm trying to think where it was seen to see, you know, this is an artsy film. It wasn't going to get wide release, went and saw it and it just broke my brain open. Uh, not a lot of people have seen it, but I think it, it is should be considered a classic. This is the story of an angel who has given up his wings to walk among the earth, amongst the people uh, in Berlin uh, and comes across Peter Falk, who also reveals himself to be a fellow fallen angel in Wim Wenders 1987 film Wings of Desire. I have heard of it. I've never seen it. I haven't. When was this? When was this made? 1987. Okay. Very highfalutin of you. Yes. Well. Um, <laughs> it, just like my last film, which uh, is the first one that occurred to me, which just tells you what a bag of trash I am. That this is the first <laughs> film. The plot line goes like this: God throws his hands up at the foolishness of humanity and orders the race destroyed. A trio of bleeding heart angels strike a deal with him. If they can find just two good souls, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta, the Lord yes. will allow Earth to survive in two of a twist kind. Twist of fate. Or no, two of a kind? Mm -hmm. Was twist of fate the song? It's going to be a strange twist of fate. Okay, there Telling we go. Telling me ahead, can wait. Yeah. I what believe I, I had that soundtrack on cassette. Of um, course you did. Because I do remember that movie. Oh, my it, gosh. So my yes. husband and I, like about 10 years ago, were joking about that movie. We're like, we have to watch it. I bet it's still charming and funny because we loved it as kids. And it is not charming, nor is it funny. It's right. <laughs> it's just a whole box of awkward. It's really not good. But, oh, oh as a kid. Before after Greece. After. after. They reunited yeah. like, you know, four years later, five years later, because they had such great chemistry. And they needed a big fat paycheck. Yes. Right? Oh, it's really okay, bad. And, but the angels were like... And it's a musical? No, it's not no. a musical. Oh, okay. No. But it was... It, it's really... It's bad. It's like Xanadu bad. You know, it's like... It's bad. But Xanadu had a great song. But I, I love that. Xanadu Charles a whole Durning, great Oliver Reed, right. Scatman Crothers. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that oh. bizarre? I know. 1983. It's like a weird um, drug yes. dream. You're like, did that, was yes. that real? Or is that something yes. I, yeah. <laughs> oh. That, Not a steal, huh? Not a steal? You, you pulled it off, though. You, you <laughs> pulled off the Travolta trifecta. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say step up, but I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Ocean, what's your last one? <laughs> They're all angels in step up, yes. TV. That is that is a movie I love, and I'll, I'll I'll defend that. Okay, so we all so my, my final movie. We all want to think that we have guardian angels. Well, uh, this story starts um, 
let me back up. I'm going to share with you what I believe, by my memory, is the first movie I ever saw that had angels in it. Not the first so movie I, ever. So therefore, when I yes, first movie I saw that had angels in it when I was when I was very young. Okay, we all want to think that we have guardian angels. Well, this story starts with a backup NFL quarterback, Joe, riding his bicycle into one side of a tunnel and a truck coming down the other, and a guardian angel on his first assignment plucks Joe out of his body, thinking he's going to die in order to save him from the pain of death and then bring him to heaven. Turns out, though, our guardian angel, um, known only as the escort, has made a mistake. It was not Joe's time to die. But unfortunately, by the time this mistake is discovered, Joe's body has been cremated. So the rest of the movie is spent working to find a suitable, freshly dead body to put Joe back into so he can live his life. And that synopsis doesn't sound like it, but this is a comedy. And that comedy is called Heaven Can Wait. And it came out in 1978, sorry, Warren Beatty and uh, Jack Warden and Buck Henry um, as as the escort. And uh, I, I watched this movie, I think without exaggeration, I can say about 15 times. I might have been about eight years old at the time, but I loved this movie. And I thought that I, too, could one day become a backup quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams and then die <laughs> and then get placed in their body and then I'd be the starter. But turns out life works differently than that. And um, any of the football dreams I had kind of uh, got killed when I stopped growing. Uh, yeah, that my, that was my mom's first suggestion. And I don't remember it at all. So it's better to talk was, about movies. Well, is Heaven Can Wait? Yeah. Oh, it's it's such a great movie now and i say that though in that obviously I've, my memory of it is that it's an amazing movie and so therefore what i find is that when anything that i saw before the say the age of 12 that i love yeah i tried to never watch it again yes. because It'll i want to keep it where it is yes i there was it was like uh, i i that's my uh night rider theory i developed it when i was in college when uh all there's a group of my roommates and i we were all in school and we were night rider came on to indication and we were going to watch it and we all loved it as kids and about 20 minutes later and we had to turn it off because it was awful yeah and so uh, yeah i want to keep i want to keep this movie where it is so i i believe it is great yeah it's like don't meet your heroes exactly yes exactly yeah nice lists guys it was a fun topic it was like a rich we had lots of choices we did yeah we did do you have any uh, interesting backups uh well, they, if, they, if you, if, they're from if my you mom. Had chosen heaven can wait. Heaven can wait. She <laughs> mentioned angels in the outfield. She said it was from 1949 or something. And then um, I, there was a movie with Robert 90s. Downey Jr. and Kira Sedgwick called Heart and Souls. Oh, I vaguely remember that yeah. movie. Yeah. So I put that, but I, I, I couldn't talk about it with any, you know, specificity. What about you guys? Right. So Angels in the Outfield was that the most recent one's a remake? Because there's one that's like in the 2000s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That stars Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. I don't know. But my mom said it was a good one from the 40s or 50s. Did you guys have good backups? I only really had one that I thought was good, which is the movie called The Prophecy. It stars Christopher Walken playing the angel Gabriel, who wants to, instead of saving humanity, destroy it. And it's, it is an interest. And he... Uh, 
basically he does a lot of Christopher Walken in it. And it's, it's, if, if you like Christopher Walken and Walken and kind of his over the top uh, delivery with various things, I mean, this movie's amazing, right? And, it, and it's, it's, it's a very dark performance. And it's one of those ones where after you watch it, it's like, I don't even know. It, like, I kind of wonder from a casting standpoint, if they couldn't have gotten Christopher Walken to do this movie, it's like, who would have, we, who would have possibly worked? Um, so there was that one. And then if I, if I had to get, if I had too many steals then I was going to try to go meta and use uh, X-Men Apocalypse and just use the character Archangel <laughs> and say that he was, because, because Archangel is a mutant. Oh, so in, in the, in the X-Men universe, there are the superpowers are mutants. And so it's a, it's a genetic mutation from humans. They're the next evolution, the next step in the evolutionary change chain. And one of the characters in it is called Archangel because he grows angel's wings out of his back and he can fly. And he's in the movie very depressed and has anger issues. But, uh, but you know, in, in the comics, he's great. I need to get milk at the grocery store. I got to remember that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Steve, did you have any backup? So I, well, I, I was trying to pull off a Matt Damon trifecta because I did have dogma on there, but, you know, Ocean took that. I did have, I was also looking at, oh, do I do my artsy, you know, trifecta with Wings of Desire and its sequel, Far Away So Close? But couldn't follow that one up. And then the other one that I, had just come to mind as Ocean was talking about Heaven Can Wait is the 1946 uh, Powell and Pressburger film, A Matter of Life and Death, which is very similar. A British wartime aviator uh, it is supposed to be saved by an angel, but the angel is like... An, you know, new and misses him. And so he's supposed to be dead, but he's not. And so he has to argue for his life before a court uh, because he's fallen in love and all that with uh, David Niven. And for 1946, some really cool visual effects of freezing time and all of that as uh, whenever heavenly beings come down to, to talk to him about his case, everybody around him freezes. And there's a great scene where there's uh, some people playing ping pong and they have to freeze you know 1946 style which is you just sort of stop moving but great film if you have not seen a matter of life and death. it makes me think of the end of police squad <laughs> <laughs> or yes. naked gut right right then they exactly. would freeze for the credits yeah <laughs> um so next week the sat matt gang will be the ogs pete wright andy nelson steve sarmento and Tommy's going to be there with us as well. Oh, is he is not on Coda, so it he does a, not so exist. Yes, he does. He's there. He's there. You got to expand exactly. it. Look. We're, we're He's there. Angels of the Four Horsemen yeah. of the Apocalypse. Oh, there well, we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you guys have? Does Steve get to choose his own list? I think not. I think Steve has to sit quietly well, while Ocean and I decide quietly. to speak. I think Pete got well, that pick. And, and yeah. now we're doing these lists based you, on our conversations, right? And yeah. you can overrule so me to a certain one. So we need to yeah. then have some way to work this out, Mandy. So we, we, you, can, we, you and I can try to work together. I'm here. I'm here for you. Here's, 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 my, here's my jumping off yeah. point, and you can let me know how we can mold this into something better. All right. So movies that contain or are about reality television. Okay. That's challenging. That, but I was so I'm not sure right. like which one you want to say they contain or about or we Well, it has option, to be I think since we have this conversation about reality TV and guilty pleasures and things right. we never we watch. Right. Then movies uh, cuz you can't say movies about a guilty pleasure or movies that are a guilty pleasure because that's always going to be subjective right, of course. because your guilty pleasure is my greatest movie. Of course. Ever, right. I have but we can I have two other ideas. 
But okay. that we couldn't do about reality television. That's too limiting. But, you know, any mention of reality TV would would be my. Well, you can add or in the description. Yeah. You can say about That's or. true. Yeah, about about reality or contains that reality, but what what are, what are your suggestions? Well, based on both of them are based on your pick of House of Gucci. So okay. one is rock stars, you know, taking their turn in a in a major motion picture and being the star of a movie. Okay. And then the other one would be movies where you can't quite place that accent. <laughs> we may have done a bad accent list in the past. Ooh. We we may. You've been at this ten years, Steve. I think these. It's going to be hard to come up with new topics. But what do you think of, no, no, no. I, oh, of those? Any of those, I'm I'm up for because I think mm. that uh, I think I think the reality television. Yeah, we'd have there be some open interpretation on things because I don't know how often that's. I mean. Again, we well, can, can we can bend that because it's whether whether reality yeah whether it's reality TV is somehow integral to the the plot or is connected yeah. to the story and somehow yeah there's yeah yeah I I can think of three or four of those movies where you can't quite place that accent that's a challenging yeah, one that's I mean I I, you, I I that you're right it does sound familiar to me but I like I like that one and what was the other one the uh, like rock stars stars like playing a part not playing themselves or right. a rock star or right. something like that so, coming yeah, into a the, film and coming and into it, a film i mean as i an think actor. Yes. yeah yeah i guess with that one i don't that one i'm not uh don't like quite as much i think then they are limiting in terms you, you kind of have two things one you can say you're going to limit the genre of music that it comes from in which case then you have to say is lady gaga rock or not or you have to open that up to all forms of music in which case then you got to include rappers and now it's easy oh that's true <laughs> that's true Right. Like you can just say every Will Smith movie ever made. True. Right. You know, and then like all the Fast and Furious, you just have, you just have, we start opening right. up the rappers. You have, right. it's yeah. every, you have so much. Right? Okay. No, good. To work. Good so, so, what do, what do we think of accents or reality TV? Well, I guess it depends. We have to stipulate the rule that the whoever suggests it has to imitate the accent yes. of the character that they're saying. Oh, or, Ocean. Or introduce the movie in the accent of the There it is, Ocean. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So they have to, they have to do that. Yeah. Uh, so where do I? And and especially if it's Pete, because uh, I have personally played accent games with Pete where he crushes at this stuff. So. Uh, oh, I'm sure he yeah. does. So yeah. So yeah. So they okay. have to say it. So that would be the stipulation to be can't place that accent, but in introducing the movie, they have to use the accent of the character whose accent they can't play. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh my goodness! That's it. Get out of here. Go live your lives. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Ocean, you want to tell us what's going on in your true story world? In my true story world? Yes, in my true story world, the next um, thing going on for the uh, film board is we will be discussing The Eternals. And uh, that, that Eternals comes out this weekend, so we'll be uh, recording that on Sunday. I'm looking forward to... Uh, Looking forward to having a discussion with JJ and potentially a surprise, another surprise host um, this weekend. All right. And Steve. We are wrapping up our season this year of Trailer Rewind. I believe just recently we dropped our episode for If Beale Street Could Talk. And then we've got Antebellum coming up as the last episode for the season. Then JJ and I go on a little hiatus to build new lists for next year. He has uh, insisted 
uh, on being involved a little bit more because this was a very rough season for JJ. I took him through an emotional roller coaster that wore him out, and he said, Hey, I'd like to have some say in this. And I said, By all means, let's do this. So hopefully, it will be a less depressing, disturbing, and, and dark season of Trailer Rewind coming up for us in 2022. Do we need to start a GoFundMe for JJ? Is he okay? He's he's okay. All he's, right. he's he's in recovery. He's, he'll be fine. I mean, a lot of it is he manages it by watching the movies in seven minute increments. He basically quibbies the film because he needs to take a break <laughs> and then come That's back one and way take to a cope. break and come back. Yes. Well, he will get to see a very light and exciting movie this weekend with the Eternals. I've seen the Eternals, which is lasers coming out of people's eyes and superheroes. And- you know, all, the all your favorites, that, all, everything that Mandy loves in the movie. There'll be superheroes. The world will be in peril. Uh, you know, there'll be there'll be fights. They'll be flying around. Fake things will probably fight fake things. I mean, it's just it's going to be right in reality, Mandy. I can't. I wait can't to wait to talk to you about. I can't. It. I'm um, I'm all a, I mean, a right buzz. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I, I may call you right after I leave the screening. So we yeah, please. Talk about it right away. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, coming up on the Man Cave, we got into a very passionate talk about the Chappelle special. Oh. Uh, so the Mandys get a little deep, but in our own funny, irreverent way. So that's that'll be next week's episode of the Man Cave. And until then, this was great, guys. And we will see everybody at the next Saturday matinee. Hondo. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Get started today.